0: It's John Bozica, 10 until noon, Monday through Friday.
1: Here on 1480 WHBC. John Bozica, 1480 WHBC. Welcome back into the program here. Always good to be able to talk to you guys no matter what the day and what the topic is. And uh, going to go to the phone line now and bring in Matthew Deemer to the discussion, who is running for the 16th congressional seat here in Ohio, which currently is held by uh, Anthony Gonzalez, Congressman Gonzalez. And he is, of course, running for that seat and uh, running on the Democratic side of the ticket. Matthew, thanks for joining me today.
0: John, how are you doing? Thanks for having
1: me. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on to the show and thanks for being part of the discussion today. So for those who don't know who you are, I guess uh, explain who Matt Deemer is and, and explain why he's running for this congressional seat.
0: Well, first, hey, thanks for this opportunity. I appreciate it. Um, who is Matt Deemer? <laughs> that's a great question. Uh, well, uh, Matt Deemer is born in Northeast Ohio, born in Slavic Village, moved around all Northeast Ohio, and now resides in Bay Village. And Matt Deemer looks at uh, the Northeast Ohio and uh, the United States, in right now, as a place that can seize an opportunity, and that's to help small businesses, that's to promote manufacturing and restore our supply chain. And to also bridge the divide that we see in America. and how I'm going to get that done is by using the, the tools that I acquired throughout my my life. That's by going to uh, the University of Hawaii and with a degree in political science that's working abroad in, uh, in Asia, China to be specific, uh, managing teams up to uh, uh, 200 people across many nationalities. and that is going to Taiwan for my, my MBA and cr- starting two small businesses. I have always done I have always worked to get things done. I have always worked to bridge the gaps uh, to create unity, and also I see that there's an opportunity in the United States right now to really move the U.S. forward, especially in Northeast Ohio and Ohio, where we can build what we always have had here in Ohio, that's manufacturing. We've built everything here, from steel to rubber to cars to uh, – we have Sherwin-Williams, paints, and even, even uh, TV dinners have all been made here, and we have to bring that back.
1: So when it comes to bringing that stuff back, when it comes to, I guess, uh, approaching this, you know, thing that's, that's been lost in Ohio, what are some of the plans to do that then?
0: Well, I think that's just, you know, one tuning into what we see here now after COVID and during COVID. Um, well, first, I want to just talk about small businesses. You know, before when we had small businesses, we saw that small businesses were closing down because we saw the, uh, Walmart and Target. And it was just like, oh, these companies are so big. How could we ever compete? But then during COVID, we saw a conscious shift within, you know, everybody, not only just in the Northeast Ohio, but across America to, to visit those small businesses that we knew were in danger because of the COVID shutdowns. I think we need to perpetuate that. We need to make a plan to, one, make a, a conscious effort to promote those small businesses. Also, look at the federal government of how we can help those small businesses not only thrive, but open more and stay afloat, as well as encouraging the trades to come back in. look. We need trades back in high schools. We need to encourage and make actually make the trade sexy again. So we have people going out there to do the jobs that need to be done right now in the US. And when it comes to manufacturing and supply chain, again, back in COVID, this is what we saw. We saw that, well, we see it right now. Our supply chain is messed up, to be honest with you. Uh, we, we, have, we see Ford cutting production on, on their cars. We see that uh, people just can't get the things that they need. And we see that, and we see even during COVID that our PPE was made in say Italy, and when Italy shut down, we couldn't get PPE for our frontline workers. That is something that we can't have. That's a national security issue and also a jobs issue. We can have good living wage jobs here in America, in Northeast Ohio as well, uh, because we have to restore our manufacturing. So I think that we just seize the momentum that we saw, the necessity we need for the U.S. right now and Northeast Ohio, and we really make a conscious effort to uh, get this done.
1: Matthew Deemer is my guest. He is running for the 16th Congressional District here in Ohio and uh, running against Anthony Gonzalez. Matt, why do you feel as though you provide maybe what Ohio needs right now when it comes to running for this seat? Maybe that Congressman Gonzalez doesn't bring to that seat. What do you feel you bring that he doesn't?
0: Well, I think that I bring – well, I know that I bring. I think I I bring a worldview and an international experience. Again, working um, around – not only the U.S., driving around the U.S. uh, and uh, abroad, uh, I see what the the rest of the world is doing, especially what China is doing. I see the the infrastructure they're putting in. I see the investment they have into their economy putting in. I I see the investment that they have in their manufacturing putting in. And I don't think that uh, a lot of people actually see the urgency that we have to really get it done here in America. Look, we have always built things in America, especially in Ohio. We have always done that, and we really need to focus on building things again. This is not just a jobs issue, which is very important to have living, wage jobs, jobs with dignity, and promoting that you know, going to work and having, you know, working a trade or you know, having a different career path is, is a good thing. But we also need to promote this versus the national security. I think that I bring not only the international experience, the world, the world outlook of what's happening around the world, and understanding how the, why we need to do this now here in America more than most people in Washington.
1: You know, most people may say when they, they look at your resume, because you've worked as a, a podcast producer, have you not? I have. And, and they would say, what does a, a, a podcast producer know about going to Washington and, and getting things done? And I guess I'll, I'll ask that question for them. What does a podcast producer know about going to Washington and getting things done?
0: Well, I think thank you for that question. I know I know I was going to get that question uh, quite a bit. Uh, First, uh, before I was a podcast producer, I was um, an executive in the hospitality industry and food beverage um, at many different places, managing teams of 200 people, revenues of of millions of dollars a year, uh, across, like I said, um, many different cultures and languages. You know, I had at one point over 36 different uh, uh, people that from different countries within my organization, and I had to organize all of them, and I and I did that. by by listening, by um, having a a focused goal, and, you know, honestly, uh, achieving those goals. And it doesn't matter what we had, the barriers that we had. I always made sure that we understood each other, understood the goals, and moved the ball forward. Uh, But when it comes to a podcast producer, that's a small small business. I am currently a podcast producer, and I produce a daily show. But my company before that was was a podcast that turned into a small business, which I actually uh, sold and got acquired. Uh, So when it comes to understanding small business and small business in Northeast Ohio, I have already had uh, uh, two small businesses. So I understand how hard it is when you need to put your own money into it to keep it afloat, when you need to put your own savings in to pay your employees, uh, and when you need to do what you need to do to, you know, keep your business alive and thrive. And I also understand how important it is for small business owners uh, to uh, how important your employees are to your small business owners. You know there's nothing greater that I had for as being you know executive in you know um, in the hospitality industry or uh, being a small business owner is that my employees to see them succeed to see them thrive uh, to do everything in my power to make sure that they were you know having the best life they can uh so uh, that is one thing that even if it's a podcast producer in air quotes, it is at the end of the day a small business owner uh, which I put my blood sweat and tears into what I do and I always achieve
1: when you look at bringing small businesses up from the rough part that they've been in in the last like year or so. When you look at trying to do something like that, what do you feel is the best way to accomplish that? What do you feel is the way that you can accomplish that maybe where others haven't?
0: Well, the first thing I want to do, and again, this is going back to being a podcast producer. What I've been doing as a, uh, somebody who knows podcasting, about talking to people, about interviewing people, about listening and empathizing, is I've been on the ground listening to different small businesses. I have a podcast specifically designed for or specific, specifically made for my campaign uh to go out and just talk to people. I had um a, a, an electrician uh that was on the other day he was talking about you know his different paths to getting into the trades uh to be a master t- uh, electrician, to understand how how much work it uh, it takes to one run, run his small business but to learn that trade. I talked to um a glass blowing and uh blacksmith uh, company small business a, a couple that made their small business work you know it 's about getting out to their out to these small businesses and actually understanding the business, understanding the people, and understanding those pain points and then once you learn those pain points, um, really understand how the, try to look work with the federal government to figure out how to uh, get as much uh, help. To them as possible. If that's not uh, training to understand how to run the small business more, more efficiently, if that's not incubating uh, ent- entrepreneurs, if that's not making initiatives where there's uh, cross developments between small businesses and uh, getting, you know, in- 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 apprenticeships across small, small businesses so you can you know, like, uh, crowdsource, you know, the skills that it needed to support, um, and then what it needed from the federal government to help the small businesses uh, uh, thrive. You know, a big thing is, you know, healthcare. Healthcare. Small businesses are want to provide the best for their employees, but you know, healthcare and the cost of healthcare is crushing them. But and that ultimately gets passed down to, you know, the employees, to uh, the, the the working the working person. So, how do we get the healthcare affordable to make sure that everybody has a livable wage and good jobs, but doesn't crush the small businesses? And that's what I'm going to try to, that's what I'm going to do in, in Washington is figure those things out and make sure that those small businesses thrive.
1: All right, we're going to wrap it up here then. Uh, that is, of course, Matthew Deemer, who is a podcast producer in uh, the Northeast Ohio area, who is running for the 16th congressional seat here in Ohio that is currently held by Anthony Gonzalez. Uh, Matthew, I appreciate the time this morning and uh, appreciate you joining the show.
0: Thanks, John. I appreciate you having me. Absolutely.